Welcome to the Grid Girls Podcast. You guys, the F1 season has started and we're back with episode 39 of the Grid Girls. Yay! Uh, we're here today with, uh, as usual, Elizabeth Worth, Catherine Benham is back again too, and we have a special guest, Lara Hanhart. Here from Hi. Germany, yes. squad. Go. Oh. <laughs> yep, yep. So yeah, Lara actually uh, in Germany um, hangs out with some race cars teams. I do indeed. Stuff. Tell us about this. Yes. Okay. So uh, the series I work in is the VLN Championship, which is an endurance championship which solely competes on the Nürburgring Nordschleife, the best and most oh, difficult God. and dangerous racetrack in the world. That's yes. so amazing. Like seriously, goals, life goals are to go to the Nürburgring. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. The, the fact that you just get to hang out there all the time is... Amazing. Yeah, I mean, I live here. If I look out of my window, I can see it. It's not like I'm going anywhere. <laughs> That's so cool. That's so cool. So what do, you, what do you do in the VLN series? So yes, I am a race strategist. I do basically all the work on the pit wall. Because we are a team on a budget. We are on a very limited budget, so I'm basically doing the work for five people. During the race itself, I am just basically sitting all day long on the pit wall, which is really cold because, as you can see on, like, Formula One, they have their little tents and stuff. We don't have that fucking luxury. I'm just sitting there in the rain for, like, four to six hours that we compete, and it gets nasty sometimes. Oh, but I love it. Like, um, we are basically a Stone Age racing team, so mm. while everyone else has a computer, I still have my little stopwatch, a clipboard, wow. and a lot of faith. And so, <laughs> listen, it's just, it's very retro. It's very, yeah. like... It's very retro. Italy. We are vintage. We are very vintage. Yes. Yep. So, yep. basically, during the pit stop, when everyone else puts their laptops for analysis on the roof of their cars, we just get out a pizza box, and we're like, yep. Oh, no. <laughs> <What is> the, <laughs> the salami status, it's dropping low. Oh, okay, no. so... Yes, I, I mean, I, that it, sounds like an adventure, though. It is so much fun. Oh, my gosh. I love it. I wouldn't change it for the world. I mean, we are a mess, but we are a fun mess. What's, uh, what's the name of your team? Speed Beat Motorsports. Look it up, guys. We are great. Yeah, that's, that's the point. I, so apparently, they're going to be broadcasting that series in English. So we can actually follow yes. it, which is oh my kind God. of amazing. Yes, you need to watch yeah. for us. You need to pray for us, most of all. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, so uh, we will put up information about your team on our uh, when we post this podcast, too. Thank but like, you. Yeah, oh, my God. That's goals. Goals. Watch this, this series this year. You know yes. how, like... We have a friend, RJ, who keeps track of, is it Super Formula? The, Super like, GT. Super GT, which is this, like, kind of obscure Japanese series. <laughs> I feel like that's going to be my equivalent is VLN. Perfect. <laughs> Here we go. <clears throat> so, okay. Uh, what is, you just had your first race weekend of the season. Yes, correct? indeed. Uh, and it was uh, shit. <laughs> well, <laughs> we, um, we tried to go with a new tire strategy and it failed, basically. <laughs> 
and yeah, that didn't work out too well. And then we had engine issues where like an oil, uh, like we lost so much oil and it was just shit. And the thing is, there are nine runs of VLN this year in total. And the first two runs are before the 24 hour race. And oh, there, so everyone who wants to compete in the 24 hours is competing in these two VLN runs. So there's like a total of 200 cars in the race. Oof. Oh, and yes, yes, it's basically team deathmatch, okay? <laughs> There's like one racetrack, 200 cars, no god. This is what it's <laughs> I can't imagine 200 cars on a racetrack. It's insanity. At the same time. And the worst thing is, they're like different groups, different starting groups, because those 200 cars cannot start on their own. So the first starting group are the GT3 cars. Then there are uh, the. A Porsche Cup cars, and then there is the loser group, which is where we are at. <laughs> and the GT3 cars, they are so fast. They're they come in like they have you in in one lap. They are basically they catch up with you, and they are ruthless. So they they see a little car, and they're like, oh dang boy, you're in for big trouble. You're so going down, bitch, because they don't have time to 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 wait for the other car to make room. So they will just kick you out. Like nothing, no. they will just throw you to the wall. Like last year, we had a total <laughs> damage because one of these suckers just completely destroyed us. That wasn't for nice. And so this run, we actually, you know how on those little kitty bikes, they have like those long flags on a pole? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We actually oh, no. took one of those kitty bike pole flag things and taped it to our car. We were like, perhaps then they won't run us over. During the live coverage, it was so funny because you could see like these big giant Bentleys just driving next to each other and in the background there's this little flag just flying in the wind and they're like, oh no, that's where we're at. This is so confusing. Look. Oh my god, that's amazing. It's great. So you guys, you guys DNF'd this weekend, right? Yes, yes, that's a shame. Yeah, oh man, that sucks. That sucks. Yeah, but in two weeks next, yeah, two weeks. We're back in action, baby. So you're gonna have to figure out how to watch China and also run a race car. Indeed. (laughs) But it's doable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) That's awesome. Well, ah, yeah. So... Obviously, like, the first part of our podcast, we usually talk about, like, women in racing. So, obviously, that's you this week. Um, Kind of part of that is we usually... (laughs) It's great to have you. Like, honestly, the last time we hung out, I think, was... It was London Formula E. Formula E. Indeed. Yeah. With uh, with Berta, too. Yeah. Oh, that was such a good time. It was great. 900 years ago. We had racing champions, so... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you guys also did Belgium, right? Yep. Yes! We did! Very cool. Very cool. Go to a lot of F1 races over here. It's a good time. Uh, Honestly, like, side note, but it's just, it's really amazing that our little F1, like, community, so many of us have actually, like, met and gotten to That's so fantastic, isn't it? I've never been in a fandom where something like that ever happened before. Like, basically, everyone has met each other through one corner or another like mm-hmm. everyone knows each other which is so weird <laughs> somehow yeah everyone cool has spent time with each other it's so wonderful <laughs> um but yeah so one of, one of the focuses we kind of have on this section is um like dealing with the social like struggles of being a woman in motorsport like i know oh i've seen gosh, you yeah. i've seen you talk a little bit about like dealing with creeper photographers <laughs> in the series and like 
dealing with being a woman, like what experiences have you had kind of with that? And like, have you okay, seen an so, improvement at all? Okay. First of all, we need <laughs> to off. set something straight because <laughs> I, I'm dealing with a very uh, different conditions than any other woman, basically in motorsports, because what you have to know about our racing team is when my uncle, our founder was like, okay, we need a main sponsor for our racing car. What would be a funny idea? Perhaps the biggest whorehouse in Europe. Oh my oh god. No. Yes. Amazing. Yes. Wow, okay. So we just have the giant name of this brothel onto our car. And I have the name of the brothel on my jacket. Oh no. <laughs> that's, that's a struggle. I think this makes everything just a bit worse. Okay. Yeah. But apart from that, I think, uh, yeah, okay, so it is still quite difficult because you are somewhat just still seen as somewhat of an accessory, like even if you are working professionally, like I'm sitting there with headphones and full gear and like a very ugly bright yellow safety vest, which should not be sexual at all <laughs> still sometimes these guys just come up and like try to make a move on me and i'm like bro there are cars to be raced and times to be kept i ain't got time for this thing please leave yeah. it is it is so weird and like oh oh these guys are so terrible and do you know Ice Age, where they only had like one female dodo and then they were like, oh, this is our last female. And I feel like this is me. Because all these horny dudes who come there to drive on the weekend, they're always like, girl. And I'm like, oh no, oh no, oh no, I'm out of here. I'm out of here. I'm out of here. So basically, like every, every race day, I have to make a leap of faith behind a bunch of tires to escape from these horny weirdos it's 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 a struggle it's a struggle yeah (laughs) and i feel like like i don't know how to how do you make this better like how you can't even wearing like a giant ugly orange safety vest doesn't fix things like dudes (laughs) nothing i can find some chill oh that's so annoying i would just wear a pick mask or something I mean, I bet honestly that wouldn't stop some of the guys. Like, no, what no, the hell? No, what no. the hell? Um, yeah, specifically, I know you had talked about like a photographer being weird one time. Um, oh yes, I mean, the, uh, like um, it was, uh, like I was one day sitting at home and I got a message from a friend. He was like, "Yeah, you are in an article about the race." And I got so excited. I was like, oh my god, really? I'm in an article. And he's like, yeah, there's a picture of you. And I just fully pumped. I was like, oh, yes, show it to me. Give me the link. And I clicked on the link and just got this full face of my ass just into my that, face. Yeah. And I was like, oh, first of all, how did you exactly know that this is my ass, bro? <laughs> <laughs> and second of all, this is so disturbing. Like, oh my gosh. And the subtitle was something like, not only were the car- uh, the cars were worth looking at. <laughs> oh <God>. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's so, that's so frustrating. Because yeah. like, what does that tell other women who are trying to work in the series? That like, Indeed. not only do you have to deal with this shit at the track, but you also have to deal with it after the races. Yeah. Like, in the aftermath, you know... You're not going to get credit for doing all the work you're doing. You're just going to get credit because you have a butt and 
your butts on the thing. It is. Like, it's m- so why? weird. <sighs> it's annoying. Um, so you know how motorsport.com has that whole gallery yeah. that's just like the pedigree. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. gross. It's vile. <clears throat> yeah, that's super frustrating. Because like, I feel like that's one of the only good sources for some of the yeah. series that we watch. Like they have, a, they do have a whole section for VLM. Um, they've always got a ton of good indie car photos and stuff. Um, so yeah, I was talking to a couple people in Formula E recently, and I think we're going to start a petition to motorsports.com. That's to, like, such a good idea. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think so it's we'll be... just alienating to so many women to mm-hmm. only see themselves represented in these, like, uh, these grid girl ladies and stuff. And that is yeah. so not true. There are so many professional women who do the hard lifting, you know? Mm-hmm. Not mm-hmm. just the pretty and honestly, faces. Like, if there was more focus on, like, showing off what those women do... And I know more recently, like, there has been more of a movement to, you know, write articles about the women doing stuff in the paddock. You know, uh, one of the IndyCar PR people was talking about how at St. Pete... She, like, named off all the teams that had women working in the garage and was like, this is the first season where I've seen this many female team members, and it's really, really awesome. And just stuff like that is really good. And yeah, I think works true. works a little bit to counter it, but, like, ah, oh, we still... Now, in general, it's still yeah. pretty bad. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. compared to other sports. That gallery has more pictures than any other, like gallery in on motorsport.com aside from the all pictures section yeah, which is yeah. disgusting oh and it's also the fact that like they just stick pretty much any pictures of any women in there like i know they yeah. have pictures of like uh valtteri's wife in there and i'm just Jesus. like that's really gross <laughs> just you know these are people yeah. don't just bundle them in like all oh, these these are pretty women stick them in this folder it's just like no they're like you know I don't know. It's just yeah. No, it's the same thing. There, there was a couple pictures of I think Scott Dixon and his wife, like at a banquet that somehow got put in that folder too. It's just like the weirdest combination of pictures. (laughs) So it's like drivers' wives and then like pictures of butts. I don't know. Like it's it's just it needs to go. It really needs to go. It is the year of our Lord, twenty (laughs) seventeen. I am over it. Female power. Seriously. All right, so, Lara, just tell us some stories. Tell us some good stories about, like, the most ridiculous shit you've seen. (laughs) Okay, like, I told you we are medieval racing, or Stone Age racing, and our radio works with a phone card, you know? (laughs) So you, you plug it in, I'm not entirely sure myself how this works. But the problem is, Apparently, what we found out is if you call the phone, the phone car is supposed to go in, you, you, you talk to the racing driver. And so, <laughs> oh, once no. my uncle was just going like 250 kilometers an hour down the straight, just pushing it, pushing it, and suddenly in calls the father of his co-driver. And my <laughs> uncle was just like... Mm. Holy shit, who gave you the headphones? And he was like, Oh, Beat, how are you? How are you? And he's like, No, please hang up, please hang up, I'm racing. And he didn't understand it, he just didn't get it. He was like, Oh, so how's the car? And he's like, Please hang up, I beg of you, please. And he just didn't hang up. It went on for like 10 minutes. Oh, or, for example, was this during a race too? Oh yes, of course. Yeah, it was full <laughs> racing action, and he was tr- talking to this ancient man. He was like, "Please hang up." Oh no! You know how old these old people are; they won't hang up. 
And yeah, for example, what do I have? Oh, like another story is really fantastic from like the last 24 hour race. I, I don't uh, you probably didn't hear or, or watch it or anything, but the weather went insane during that race. It went insane. Like the Nürburgring is known for its terrible weather, but actually during the formation lap, it started snowing. Oh, no. And so all these blokes on their slicks, just like up the hills and sliding down backwards. They oh, no. could go up the hills in those slicks. And one friend of mine, he just like, he like told me, he was like, I could not resist. I went out my car, grabbed snow and went to the car in front and slashed it into his face. <laughs> How could you resist having a snowball fight on the 24 hour race? It's impossible. <laughs> and it was insanity. They all went oh wild. But in the end, the snow at one point went away and they could slowly, with like 1 kmh, crawl back into the pits and get better tires. But it still, it was wild. It was just insanity. Snow on the f- at least it was the formation lap and not yeah. like the yeah, middle sure. of the race. Yeah. <laughs> not lap one as we're going. No, no. Um, how many oh. years have you been doing this for? So, um, like, our team was founded uh, at the beginning of 2016. Before that, I was uh, helping in my own Sabine's team. And, yeah, so I've been basically for, like, three, four years, something like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, so your aunt is, uh, tell us who your aunt is again. <laughs> my aunt <laughs> is Sabine Schmitz, racing driver and uh-huh. Top Gear host. <laughs> Hero, hero and legend it, to us all. So it sounds so cool to say this shit. <laughs> um, do you have any like really crazy stories about her? Oh, oh, for sure. Like for example, Eddie Jordan wants to bang my grandmother <laughs> really badly, really badly, and so my aunt jokingly calls him daddy, and he loves it. Oh, <laughs> and no. I do not want to see her call Eddie Jordan daddy. I really no. don't. That's so awkward. <laughs> it's really weird. I'm like, oh, no, thank you. <laughs> oh, my God. That's beautiful. That's my soul. <laughs> the more you know. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, and another... It's great, isn't it? <laughs> but even she is feeling the struggle of women in motorsports. For example, yeah. once, I think it was during a 24-hour race or something. I don't know she was in a trailer with one of the Porsche works drivers and the guy came up to her like okay so you know if you overtake me during this race I will crush my car into the next wall he's just with a straight face he said that to her and she was like okay what you're crazy and yeah so during the race she overtook him and what did that fella do he crashed straight into a wall as he said he would God bless. What kind of self-esteem is <laughs> that? Like, if you cannot bear to have a woman be quicker than you. And she used to race in a racing series. I think it was in South Africa or Brazil. I'm not entirely sure. But she raced and she was about to win. So someone took her out. Just like straight went at her. And she broke her collarbone. It was, wow, it was Ooh, madness. Nice. Yes. Or once she she used to do taxi rides on the Nordschleife. And she was uh, supposed to take a Middle Eastern guy uh, with her for a lap. And when he found out that she was a woman, he was at first he was like, nah, I'm, I'm not riding with her. I'm not riding with her. And Sabine got really offended. She was like, get that guy into my car and I'm a showing him what a real racing driver is, okay? <laughs> I will show what this pussy can do. So he, she took her 
she took him for this wild ass lap. And when she came back, the guy went to the toilet and did not come out for like three hours. Oh my god. <laughs> <No>. Yes, <laughs> she killed Bless him. her soul. <laughs> she just murdered him straight up. It was great. Oh, I love amazing. her so much. <laughs> okay, it's like another story. It's also like the, the big irony story is like my mother used to be a racing driver too. And she wanted to apply to become a... Uh, like a settled works driver for BMW and so she wrote them a message and she was like yeah hey here I am uh, can I be a driver or can I test to become a driver and they were like yeah come to testing and one day before she was supposed to appear for testing for BMW they told her yeah we, we did like some pre-scratching uh, of uh, who we are going to uh, to not take for sure and we are not taking you because we don't want a woman and yes, so there was just straight up like, yeah, no, we don't want a woman driver for BMW. And uh, uh, like years later on in our hotel, she was she told the same story to a guy who also works at BMW. And he was like, yeah, I know, I know. I signed the letter we sent to you. And she was like, oh, great. <laughs> and he was like, yeah, but you know what? We At the same day I signed your letter, I also sent away like uh, the rejection of the application of Michael Schumacher, who applied to become a BMW oh driver. What? Yes. Well, so mistakes. see? Mistakes <laughs> were made that mistakes day. Mistakes were made. <laughs> Jesus. Well, yeah, so let's see. At least he knows he, uh, he fucked up. <laughs> he did, yes. He's, he's aware. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Oh my God. I just, I could listen to stories about this shit all the time, like forever, like Dumb Adventures at the Nürburgring. Oh, it's a never-ending story. It's just, like friends tell me, sometimes your life is a sitcom. I can't believe this shit's really happening to you. And I'm like, same, same. Yeah, I mean, basically, it's it's just the stories that you post on your blog. I'm always just like, oh my god, how is this yep. real? And it's just, same. it's, it's so favorite. weird. <laughs> Like, oh, I, I was just randomly, uh, like, taken for a taxi ride in a DTM car because the owner of the DTM car was, like, saw me standing in a corner just minding my own business. He was like, you are looking so arrogant. I'm taking you in a race car. <laughs> and I was like, bro, I just sneaked into this motorhome to steal your food, man. But if you want to take me for this, like some hundred euros taxi ride for sure and then during the ride itself our car door op flew open like and i was just like is this normal and he's like no hold the door shut hold the door shut and we were like 300 kilometers chasing down hockenheim ring me holding on for dear life i'm like oh this is how we die this is how it's going to end and the guy was just like Kawapanga fuckers! And he did not <laughs> slow down. He just, he went down the, to the lane like it was nothing. And I was like, can we take more right turns, please? Left turns are very hard on my arm. Please. <laughs> it was great. It was really wow. good. That's amazing. <laughs> um, God, okay. I could listen to these stories all day. But we should probably talk about the F1 race. Oh, yes. Because that, that happened. That, that little thing that happened. Yeah. Yeah. F1's <laughs> back. It's pretty awesome that, like, we've already recorded three podcasts before today, and that was before the season even started. So, well done. Well done, guys. <laughs> we've done well. Um, what'd y'all think of Melbourne? I, I I have some feelings, but... I thought it was great. Top two. My favorite drivers <laughs> ever. Um, I'm here for it. I'm here for this season. I hope that we get a great championship battle between Sebastian Vettel and Lewis Hamilton. <laughs> That was this said, but what? like honestly, <laughs> <laughs> honestly, honestly. 
Like, I could not care less about the top, to be honest. <laughs> I just, oh, I don't even know. So, the top five, the only position change was Vettel and Hamilton switching spots. Like, yeah. there were so many just non, there were no overtakes. Like, the, all, all the fears and, and, you know, dread that everyone had that these cars would just be shitty at overtaking uh, came true. Yeah. Like, yeah. But the problem is, like, if you look back on the last few years, how many changes did we see at the front anyway? Honestly. I don't yeah, remember true. there being actually that many. So No, well, but there were more than one, which there was really only one during this race. Uh, uh, in so. the whole grid, pretty much, yeah. But, yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that battle for 10th, which was yeah, good. I was. mean, three wide at Melbourne is kind of impressive, but dang. But the, if when when that's thing. the only interesting thing, yeah. you, you have True. Problems. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, let's go through this race bit by bit because there's, there's, you know, for as few overtakes as there were, kind of a lot of shit happened. Yep. Um, poor Pascal. Like, is he... What is his deal? Is he okay? I hope so. Yeah. I, From what I could gather, he's, like, physically okay, but he had to take so much time off to recuperate from that crash that he didn't train enough. So with these, like, super tough cars that he just... He didn't feel like he had enough training to do a race distance. So. Right. Yeah. Which is you, weird, though. You because... rather want to be safe than sorry, though. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Exactly. Yeah. But it's weird, though, because obviously Antonio Giovinazzi didn't really have a lot of training in these cars either. <laughs> well, yeah, sure. He probably was physically training in the gym and <laughs> stuff, true. whereas Pascal would not have been able to. Yeah. That is very yeah. true. So, well, either way, I mean, he did very well considering that, you know, he hadn't really had a lot of time in the car. Um, we'll get a little, we'll get into this a little more later, but, um, he was saying that he thought he could have done better. He was just being very conservative because the F1 tires degrade less quickly than the GP2 tires. Mm -hmm. So he was just kind of saving his tires for the last, you know, 40 laps or so. Um, which is pretty cool. I mean, yeah. once he gets a feel for those tires, like, I just, I kind of want to see him in more races now. So do I. Yeah, true. So... We'll see how that goes. But yeah, uh, he did well. Um, Daniel Ricardo's car died before the race even started, which was not great. Yeah, nope. The Australian driver curse it. Australia. Yeah, seriously. Um, they did get him back out a couple laps into the race, though. Yeah. So that was yep. good, even though he didn't finish the race. It was just bad news all around. True. But it was but, a nice gesture for the fans. So Yeah, yeah absolutely. It was. Yep. At least they got to see him go out and attempt, which... Yeah, yeah. They true. saw him sickly jumping a fence. They were like, <laughs> yes. dope, this is what I paid my money for. Here I <laughs> Jump am. that we fence, boy. <laughs> it was so yeah. funny, though, like, when his car stopped during the race and, like, all of the fans that just swarmed over to yeah. the fence in front of it, like, oh, were taking yeah. pictures and videos. <laughs> yep. They got their money's worth, I suppose. <laughs> but yeah, that sucks for him. I just, I know Verstappen did okay, but I just, I'm really curious to see kind of how Red Bull does in terms of consistency this season, because yeah, sure. I know they were having issues with like the ride height of the car too, with Verstappen. I don't know. It seems like it's going to be kind of a mess and it doesn't even matter because it's just going to be between Hamilton and Vettel anyway. So <laughs> yeah. whatever, Red Bull, whatever. Um... There were no turn one shenanigans when the race started, which was good. But there was there's a little Scandinavia yeah. situation <laughs> happening, which 
little argy bargy between those oh, two. I love that. I love argy bargy. <laughs> it's my favorite thing. Um, yeah, Marcus Erickson not making any more friends for Sweden there. No. Nope. But um, yeah, turn three, they kind of fucked up a little bit. Went into the gravel. Made it back to the pits, which is fine. Kept going. Didn't finish the race, either of them. No. God. Both fucked up in the same place as well. <laughs> yep. Yep. <clears throat> um, the attrition rate in this race, historically, has always been a little ridiculous, and this yeah. year was kind of the same. Yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. kind of, like, worried about how, like, because the Melbourne is never a good indicator of the rest of the season. No. Like, the shit that happens this weekend is, like, it's like the Daytona 500 for NASCAR. <laughs> like, shit's wild, and then the rest of the season is just kind of like, all right, now we settled. Yeah. yeah. Like, we, we had our race. Well, I mean, the fact that, well, I guess... Stoffel Van Dorn finished 13th, yeah. but, like, he was the last car to finish, so I guess that's still indicative of McLaren. I don't know. <laughs> this is so disappointing. Whatever. I know. Yeah. Um, Alonzo said something like, you know, any other weekend of the season, we're going to be last. Mm-hmm. But yeah. you still were, bud. Like, <laughs> Stoffel oh. was still the last car. Oh, I think sucks. he was just it hurt that he wasn't the first DNF. <laughs> yeah, no, that's yes. true. That's true. Yeah, poor Rogro. Like, what... Haas is not... Haas doesn't look great. No. They did in qualifying, but not so much in the race. We'll see. I hope they improve, because, like, last year it was so nice to see them doing so well in the beginning of the season, Mm -hmm. and then they just kind of, like, petered out and, like, did not improve whatsoever. Yeah. Yeah. They just had more break issues. Yeah. I had hoped that, like, they'd sort that out over the the offseason and be able to come back strong for Melbourne, but Mm -hmm. I guess not. But again, Melbourne's always kind of that race where... You're still figuring things out a little bit. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's the it first time you really like, put things to a race. Yep. And um, Grosjean, like, had engine failure. So yeah. maybe the rest of everything was fine. Because, again, he, I mean, he qualified sixth. That's yeah, he, freaking not great. too bad. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know. We'll see. If they can stay consistent in terms of, like, not having engine failure. <laughs> that'd be great. That'd be good. That's a good Please step. don't die. Um, but, yeah. Yeah. Uh, next to go was Julian Palmer, who I still keep forgetting is in F1. Yeah, I know. It's, yeah. I mean, I mean him sorry, and Marcus bro. Erickson, I just like frequently forget that they exist until. Yeah, like, they're so bland. They are. You know, honestly, the only reason I don't forget about Marcus Erickson is because he does so much hockey shit and he constantly <laughs> tweets about hockey shit. There and I'm always go. just like, yes. But Julian Palmer is just. Basically, a, he's the new bag of milk. He's taking over for Jensen Button. <laughs> we yes. needed someone to replace Jensen. <laughs> bag of milk, Junior. But at least Jensen had a sense of humor. Yes. Oh, seriously. Oh, yeah. So he retired and blamed his team, right? Yeah. yeah. He did really bad deal. in qualifying. Oh, really? like, mm-hmm. It was after qualifying that he was just like, the car is awful. Like, the brakes are awful. The engine is awful. Everything is bad. Oh, you don't it's say that. It's definitely not me, even though oh. Nico, like. Qualified 12th. Like yeah. bro, yeah. <laughs> maybe, yeah. maybe, 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 maybe it's not. Maybe it's not the car. <clears throat> yeah, I think no, he, it no. was because he crashed in practice, right? And then uh, he said that basically the team didn't put the car back together properly and everything yeah. was rubbish. I'm just like, well, if you know, well, you crashed down. in the first, first of place. all. <laughs> uh, yeah, we can solve this problem by you not crashing in the first place. Like, <laughs> no. yeah. Step one: don't fuck up. <laughs> Sounds like a you problem, son. <laughs> But yeah, <clears throat> not great. Not great. Nope. Um, yeah, Erickson went next. Then Dan Ricardo retired after that. And then my small Canadian son, 
Lance Stroll made it all the way to 13th and then just fucked up. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, dude, he made it almost to the end. Yeah, he didn't do bad. I'm proud of Congrats. him. Congrats. He tried so hard and got so far. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Next, okay. I was on my phone for this race, so I didn't have my computer. But I swear to God, the next race, whenever he does stuff, I'm just going to be tweeting Canadian swear words and a lot of moose gifts. <laughs> I am it's- so excited. Like, the little, like, sad Canadian flag that you tweeted. <laughs> I laughed about that for about... Oh, my God. <laughs> Wonderful. Yeah, yeah. I... Uh, the struggle. I, um, I, I somewhat uh, so, uh, somewhat hold a crutch against Canadians because I once met a Canadian who made me... Who convinced me that the plural of moose is meese. Oh no, no, it's definitely not. There is a flock of meese over there, you know, like goose and geese. Yep. I was just like, My okay. dad tried to convince us that when I was little. <laughs> is that not a Canadian thing? Oh no. Yep. Yeah, Canada sucks. Uh, <laughs> I, I cheer against them in every sport ever, but Lance Stroll is from Montreal, which is five hours from my house, so I kind of have to cheer for him. I don't have to cheer for him, but I'm going to, <laughs> out of spite. Team North America. Team North America, <laughs> five ever. Team East Coast, Best Coast. It's fine. <laughs> but yeah, that's oh god. I think he'll do okay though, because like, I don't know. He he until his brakes failed, which is apparently what happened. Um, it wasn't just him fucking up, which you know what, suck it, everyone. Um, well, unless it was the way he drives the car. Yeah, you know, it might have been. But you know what? I'm not... I don't care. Ruthless. <laughs> <laughs> um, all things considered, he did all right. And I'm very much looking forward to seeing how he does in China, okay? Sure. Be good. Be good. Yes. <laughs> Out of spite. Um, <clears throat> that battle for 10th was the next thing that kind of yeah, happened in this race. An hour good. later. Yeah, that was cool. It reminded me a little bit of IndyCar. It did. Three wide. I was, Who does that? Like, I could not believe. I'm like, they're not going to do it. Like, it's going to be one, like, maybe, and then the other one will follow. Like, no. They went all out. Yeah. yeah. I want to actually make or find a gif of, like, just the moment when you see those cars snap from, like, a straight line into going yeah. three wide, because that was yeah. beautiful. Yeah, that was yeah. great. Yeah. And, and the like, sparks as well. It was made yeah, that but there were sparks. <laughs> Yep. God, it was it was beautiful. It was beautiful. It almost made the previous boring hour worth it. It did. Yeah, but that's the thing. Always like you're always so pumped before Formula One, like the brick when everyone's like, "Oh, it's gonna be so good!" And then the start (laughs) is happening, and then it just gets worse and worse. Yeah, like literally, as soon as you get past the first turn, like everyone makes it through, you're just like, "Okay, well then, I'll just sit here and." Time to what go make sh- some tea. Yeah, just you know, chill out. Let's create some sick new memes while the boys are having fun. <laughs> Time to make the tweets. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, you're right. Yeah, the hype is always like so ridiculous, and then it's like lap five, and I'm like, okay. I was I'm, like, uh, like I'm, physically I'm nervous before this race. And then, yeah. like, the race started, and I was like, what the fuck was I nervous for? Everything yeah. that I thought was gonna happen happened. <laughs> yep. <laughs> It's almost like this series is predictable or something. <laughs> yeah. Um, I am very happy for Dre. Shout out I to am. to Dre for yeah. calling that Vettel win. I know. God he damn. shot his shot. <laughs> Shoot your shot, Dre. You Shoot did it. Your shot. <laughs> um 
Yeah, that was freaking great. Uh, I can't believe Ferrari actually nailed their strategy. Good I job, know. guys. They did the uh, thing. They did. In this year of our Lord 2017, anything can happen. <laughs> I know. Anything is possible. Take no prisoners. Just go for it. <laughs> if you believe. Oh, my God. <laughs> so beautiful. <laughs> also, I love that movie. So, God bless. It's beautiful. <laughs> Buy wow. my mixtape. I sing songs. <laughs> uh, yeah, holy crap. And I feel like it's so rare that Mercedes gets out strategied by like another That's team. True. Like they always fuck yeah. up against each other. Yeah. But I yeah. guess now that they don't have that to worry about. But you would think that they'd be even better because they're, I mean, at this point, they obviously have a number one driver and a number two driver. Like there's not really an argument to be made against that. So you'd think that they'd be trying to nail the strategy for Lewis, and yeah, they just didn't really... I think also Lewis screwed himself over because, like, his tires just went. Um, Yeah. Because apparently this Mercedes can't follow in traffic, which is a problem. Um, yeah, so, uh, you yeah, know, that's he was... you probably shouldn't count on <laughs> car being the fastest to yeah. do the lead. Like, exactly. that's probably not a good idea. <laughs> Although just... to be fair, like he actually got a good start, which was yeah, new did. and different. Yeah. So good job, Lewis. I guess. Yeah. Sucks There's to no, suck. no psychological mind games happening. No, no, <laughs> no oh more. Say these conspiracies starting up. Although, <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Relatedly, uh, Nico Rosberg's tweets during this race were like were so a fucking godsend. This is what I was hoping for. I, I loved his little video of him like, like I'm waking up early like to I watch know. the race. I got my daughter here with me. It's like oh. he's one of us now. When he, when he when he tweeted, he was like, "Now I know what all of you went through for so many yeah. years," and I'm just like, respect. <laughs> that was so cute. Um. <clears throat> Other stuff. Other stuff from this race. Only six cars finished on the lead lap. Mm. Yep. That's not good. No. That is really not good. And I don't know if that speaks more to, like, the health of the teams down the grid, or just Melbourne being a shit show, or <laughs> or what. Yeah. But it's Maybe, not Probably good. a combination of all yeah. of the above. Also, sure. no safety cars. No. no oh, yes, that's good. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. It's kind of a shame to see such a big gap. Like, you've got the top three teams, and then there was, like, a minute <laughs> between the top three and then Felipe and his Williams just having a stroll, you know, through Melbourne. Yeah. Oh, I see what you did there. I see what you did there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the puns are going to be good this year. Yeah, I don't think we saw Felipe Massa no. once on the whole no. broadcast. No! Like, but he, he just went... did his thing. He did yeah. his thing. And I respect that. Just like, he's there... my shining beacon of hope for this <laughs> season. Sunday drive. <laughs> yeah. Just having himself a time. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. He's just having himself a fun ride. Let that poor yeah. little man live. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> he I, didn't I... expect to be there. He just wanted to get fed. I wonder if that's kind of going to be how how they roll this year. Like, yeah. there's going to be the top three teams, and then there's going to be Williams just... By themselves, and then all the shit teams behind them <laughs> doing whatever. It's, which is I kind mean, of, it's, it's boring. It's, boring. <laughs> yeah. it's straight yeah. up boring. Like, y'all. Uh, everyone um, was like, this is going to be the season to change everything. It's going to be so insane and good and blah. And it's already so disappointing, and it has just been one race. <laughs> and I know, again, like, you can't, you can't use Melbourne as, like, the indicator of how the whole season is going to go, but if... 
if you use it as a slight idea for how yeah. things might go. I mean, it never good. accurately 100% predicts the rest of the season, but you at least get an idea. Right. Like, yeah. right. the rest of the season's just yeah, not for example, be a shit show. Yeah, like, for example, we saw that, like, Ferrari did not suddenly make a giant leap when it comes to, like, uh, competitiveness towards Mercedes, so... Mm-hmm. Like, if it had not been for that pit stop, I don't think he would have t- gotten him. I think he might have, honestly. Yeah, Especially really because so. even if the pit stop hadn't worked out, um, his tires were still three laps fresher. So he oh, might yeah. have caught him at the end. Yeah, um, And he could follow much closer behind. Yeah. So, yeah, but if yeah. you go... Uh, these cars are so wide. If Hamilton just had been, like, defensive the last three laps, mm. I think it... Uh, I don't know. Yeah. You never know. I mean, and we'll see how that plays out the rest of the season, too, because I'm we'll sure see. they're not going to be able to pull off that strategy every time. No, for sure so. not. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's it's nice that they are following more closely than they were last year. So yeah. that'll be that'll be interesting. Um, I know it's too much to ask for Red Bull to also be <laughs> following closely and <laughs> making it competitive. But Red know, Bull are good um, at development, though, so they they might get there at some point, but it might be too late by then. But I mean, at, at least if they challenge at some point, like they might not be going for like a second place in the championship, but that just spice yeah. things up a little bit. Just later. for potential mm-hmm. of more race winners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Um, do you think we'll see a race winner from not Ferrari or Mercedes this year? No, uh, perhaps. I think uh, we might get a Red Bull, like if yeah. they get their yeah. shit together. But I don't really know if I see anything else, unless there's some crazy like extraneous circumstances yeah i mean monaco like the two... is always a, a, a potential one so mm-hmm. yep I yeah know. i mean what was it spain last year when the two mercedes <laughs> took them took themselves out and then first step in one like it's yeah. gonna take something stupid between hamilton and vettel which you know god knows that it could possibly happen yeah yeah um it's gonna be really fun to have like Two dudes fighting against each other, backed by their whole teams this year, <laughs> instead of like infighting in one team. And I'm so pumped about that. <laughs> this is the first time a non Mercedes driver has led the points in like four years, which obviously. Yeah. It's yeah, sad. That's very sad. <laughs> yeah. And it was Vettel last time too. So, yeah, yeah hype, hype, hype. <laughs> if you're Dre, it's hype, hype, hype. For anyone else, whatever. <laughs> I'm hype. <laughs> You're hype. Yeah, that's fine. That's good. I'm, I'm also now hype. Oh, right. Because uh, fresh new Sebastian Vettel and Lewis Metal. Hamilton fans. Yes. <laughs> Elizabeth Worth. The race gods know where your heart lies, Liz. It's not going to make a difference. No, no, my heart is 150% backed behind these two drivers now. Okay. I have abandoned every other, every other allegiance I ever had to any other driver. All of the ones who DNF'd especially. <laughs> so all of I, them. I, so all of them, yes. Um, I no longer care about Fernando Alonso or Lance Stroll, or you know, like literally anyone. Just Dan just Ricardo, nope. Dan Ricardo, no especially more. not him. I just love me some uh, some Lewis Hamilton and Sebastian Vettel. <laughs> hashtag wait, wait, wait! I your your hashtag for this can be hashtag honestly blessed. <laughs> oh my god, it's genius! Boom. Oh my god, I'm using it! I'm using it! <laughs> Please do this. <laughs> I'm tweeting it right now. <laughs> if it has a hashtag, that means it's real, okay? Exactly. So yeah, nothing nothing super crazy at Melbourne this year. Kind of more of the same. It's all good. That one overtake was really amazing. <laughs> uh, final thoughts from everybody? I don't know. Um, I hope things get more exciting. 
Yes. Yeah. yeah. Same. I hope like we get Red Bull and like fighting for contention at least just for places, podium positions. Maybe not necessarily for a win at least, but like at least for something. Yeah. I want. I want McLaren to stop making Fernando cry. Please. <laughs> oh my god, seriously. Please. That Let man. that man live. <laughs> Um, apparently there's more serious talks now about McLaren not using Honda engines anymore. Yeah, thank God. Gonna... Oh, Jesus. That poor guy. I thought it was a little absurd that there was only one real overtake in the whole race. Like, yeah. the fact that so many of the drivers, like, where they qualified, that's where they finished. And if they moved up, it was only because someone ahead of them had DNF'd. Yeah. Um... So it was really just Vettel and Esteban Ocon, who actually had a really good race. Like, good yeah. for him. Strong work, son. Yeah. Strong work. But it must but be yeah. really boring yeah. for them as well. Like, you know, they're, they're not doing it. They are just driving around in circles. <laughs> and yeah, you're like, like yeah. You're, you're 50 seconds adrift of the car in front of you, and the car behind you is 50 seconds back. Like, yeah. that's got to be so exciting. Yeah, yeah and seriously. it's just like, you know, they, they wanted the cars to be wider and faster. I'm just like, but why? Are they more fun to drive on your own like that? Like, no. Just out for a nice Sunday drive. If I got paid millions of dollars to just go drive a car for, like, an hour and a half, I would do it. <laughs> right. But, like, Same. these are guys who've been doing it for, like, a very long time now, and it's got to be boring. It's got to be boring. Mm-hmm. Um, I wonder if knowing how the race had gone and, like, how spread out the field got, got uh, in retrospect, if Pascal Verlein would have actually driven. Yeah, that's true. I mean, probably not, but no. it's worth thinking about. And you've got to wonder, like, is he... Because, I mean, the next race is in two weeks, right? If he's going to... Yep, yes. China in two weeks. Be, if he's going to deem himself fit enough to do that one. Yeah, because is, gonna... is two weeks really enough time to train up that much? It's really if, not. If you miss out on, like... I don't know. My stepdad was telling me, like, if you miss a week of training, it's basically, like, you, you fall a month behind. Yeah. Like, so he missed out on quite a bit because of his injury. Hmm. I don't know if he's going to be, a, like, if he's going to feel fit enough to drive a car. Yeah. Yeah, speaking from personal experience, I can yeah. definitely tell you that's true. Hmm. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, I'm curious to see how, if overtakes as, like, majestic as that one for P10 mm-hmm. happen at the tracks where overtaking is a little easier. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. And I, I mean, China I last year was, like, one of my favorite races of the, the season. So yeah. I have hopes that that will be interesting. A better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it is more ideal of a track. So yeah. we'll see. I mean, it's nice that there's only a two-week break. Yeah. Sure. We'll get there. Not like, like every Carl, other we race. We have to wait 900 years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not like Formula E, where six months <laughs> later we have another race. A whole year <laughs> has passed. <laughs> um. Yeah, Mexico City's next week. So we'll uh-huh. be... Finally, uh, Esteban Gutierrez got confirmed at Tachita. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, we'll see how that goes. Yeah. yeah. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Um, other kind of various and sundry F1 stuff. Uh, again, Nico on the tweets was fucking fantastic. <laughs> um, <clears throat> some other stuff that's come out in the last couple days. Uh, the whole Paddock Pass debacle. Did you Did you guys read about this? No. Yes. So. Yeah. Liberty Media wants to let, like, the plebs buy paddock passes, which is kind of great. <laughs> yeah. Um, and Bernie came out and said something like, you know, we're trying to make a five-star restaurant in F1, not, like, a fucking oh, fast that, food yeah. joint. And I was yeah. like, excuse me? Like, 
And then he referenced, like, American series that open up the paddock and the pit to everybody. Yeah. And I was like, you know, if you're trying to grow your fan base, maybe a little fast food isn't the worst thing ever. No. Like, True. It's accessible. It's it's not great, but it's it's better. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know they're still going to price those paddock passes yeah. so that they're not going to be expensive. Yeah, they're still going to be ridiculously expensive. Not everyone's just going to mm-hmm. be like, yes, me and my 15 yeah. children will <laughs> now <laughs> buy paddock no. passes. Yeah, no. No, no, no. Any, any hopes and dreams anyone has of these being as cheap as the ones in IndyCar are just like kidding themselves. No. If but only still. I could just throw $15 and get a paddock pass for Formula One. Like, if only. Can you imagine? Um, but it's still, it's a start. I mean, yes, I like is. that um, Liberty has changed a few things already. Like, they've already improved some of the race graphics. Yeah. Uh, I really liked during practices, and I think it was up during qualifying, too, where there was that little graphic at the bottom where it showed you how far along in a lap yeah. a driver was, and it went purple if they were fastest in that sector. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, little little things like that. Um, just like the the ability of the drivers to use social media and like yeah. the teams and stuff. Like that that was really nice to like see all of that content. Mm-hmm. Like that was really cool. Yeah, it was yes. a, definitely a notable like improvement. Mm-hmm. So you know, it's not going to be not everything is going to change all at once, but mm-hmm. it's progress. It's I have progress. also noted a very exponential <laughs> increase in the use of emojis by the F one Twitter account yes. now that they have switched <laughs> over to Liberty Media. I'm here for it. I dig it. <laughs> yeah, that that Twitter account has gotten so much more interesting. Like, yeah. I, actually I remember like two it. years ago, the only thing they tweeted about was just like, in this day, five hundred years ago, <laughs> this thing happened. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they used to tweet like results, and that was yeah. It. yeah. And yeah. now it's actually interesting. I yeah. wonder when we'll get to the point when they start tweeting gifts. I hope soon. It's probably, I mean, again, considering the place they're all coming from, ESPN, yes. you know, baseball media and whatnot, like, gifts are the future. They are actually the three years ago future, but that's fine. <laughs> Get with the program, fam. You're getting um, there. Yeah, like, quick instant replays of stuff that's just happened. Like, that's yeah. going to be what's next, I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. So, very cool. Excited to see how that progresses. Um, Force India, immediately after putting out their pink car, decided to do photo shoots with half-naked ladies. Oh, is- gosh, I was so disgusted oh, by these fucking pictures. They were like, oh, yes, we all cars may be pink, but we're not gay! Can you yeah, look yeah. at these titties, man? We're not <laughs> gay! It's just, Damn. it's so much. Like, we were, <laughs> the notes here, I think... I, someone said this at some point. We, were, I think it was you, Elizabeth. Yeah. We were all rooting for you. Like we were all so Every, excited about this. I had so much hope. Yep. So much hope, and they just crushed it. I watched it all just fall away before my eyes. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Whatever. Like God, did you learn nothing? Did you learn? No- Clearly not. Nope. Clearly not. Um. So that's not cool. Be better. We still have like awkward waving ladies on top of the podium, which was <laughs> very very awkward. Yeah. It's so um, uncomfortable to watch. Like it is. I, I don't even if you're like looking at them just as a, like a dude. Like aha, uh-huh, like there's like there's a good looking woman. Like they don't even. It's just awkward. It's just strange. It doesn't have a place where no. they currently are. Like this is not this is not something we need in race cars. Like oh, can we just not? Can we just <laughs> not do this? I feel like again. I, I feel like I say this a lot, but like I'm so tired of talking about this. I just want to watch race cars. Like I don't want to get uncomfortable by seeing like naked ladies all over everything like just please be better don't make me keep yelling about this 
<laughs> but that's annoying. Um, yeah, any other stuff that we can think of that has happened recently in F1, aside from the race that was not great? <laughs> I think so. Not really. China. China's next. Hopefully yep. it's good. That's all I got. We'll preview, we'll preview that in next week's episode. Yeah, did, did you all hear about David Coulthard's phenomenal statement? About how no. women can't win races because they don't have the killer gene, they have the mothering gene. Oh, oh yeah! yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> time world champion. Like, oh, yeah, no, yeah, the headline that was like, no time world champion, David Coulthard. Classic, oh, that Wrecked. was such a smackdown, yes. Wrecked. Get fucking That is just so frustrating. Like, uh, what year is it? Like, the mothering gene, like, d- you clearly didn't pass science, first of all. <laughs> Second of all, like, don't say words. Like, just yep. stop talking. <laughs> You're such a bonehead. Like, oh my god. <laughs> like, didn't he win Race of Champions with Susie Wolf at one point or something? You see, an idiot! <laughs> He's so stupid. <laughs> like, what a moron. What a fucking moron. I just... His I'm square not head help. is full of air. There is yes. nothing in this square head <laughs> but air. It is very square. He has a very square head. I don't um, know. I saw the headline and I was like, do I dare click on this? Like, it's seven in the morning. I'm not ready. And I clicked no. on it and I was like, god damn, it's even worse than I thought. Like, he had a whole justification. It wasn't just some, yeah. like, throwaway comment. It was, like, this lead up and this build up and this exposition of, like, us men over here. And our, like, superior manly jeans, obviously. Yeah. Like, that's what fuels our race car, is our dicks. Like, <laughs> I can't, I can't. Could you imagine if that were actually true, though? <laughs> oh, gross. Literal dick measuring contest. Like, I'm just... It goes back to the whole, like, with your aunt. Like, like the fact that men cannot handle their too fucking fragile... To deal with the fact that a woman could possibly be a little better than them at something. Like, God forbid, like, exploding brain gif. Like, I can't, I can't believe. It is so ridiculous, indeed, yeah. Like, I just, I don't understand how, they don't see how absurd they sound. Yeah, I mean, aren't they listening to the shit that is coming out of their mouth? Like, you can't be like, oh, this sounds reasonable. This doesn't now sound sexist or ridiculous at all. Yeah. And the justifications that they try to come up with are just not. They're not. This is like 1960s textbook, like, mothering yeah. gene. What mm-hmm. the fuck? Yeah, I don't know. I'm so done. I'm so done with it. Same. He needs to just shut the fuck up and leave. <laughs> like a lot of men. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's fine. Um, okay, let's briefly talk about something happier, which is random little IndyCar crap that happened this week. Uh, God bless. Yeah, they tested at Indy, which uh, I'm getting so hyped for May. I know, I it's know. So it's soon. so fast. It's so soon. We leave for Indianapolis in 43 days, fam. 43 oh days. That's so soon. That's six weeks. Six weeks Y'all. and two days. Y'all. Yeah. Yeah, man. I just, I can't. I'm so hyped. Uh, apparently... The weather was beautiful. Um, lots of people came out and watched testing. Graham Rahal was complaining because it was hella windy, which is I'm is shocked. fair to be yeah. to be honest. Because like the wind affects that oval so much. Yeah. Uh, was it was it Sato that just like flew around a corner and hit the wall because it was super windy last year? 
Probably. It was someone. <laughs> I mean, I would be shocked. Yeah. No, there was definitely, in, yeah. in one of the practices, I think yeah. I had it on at work, and someone, like, the wind basically carried them around turn three. Yeah, I mean, well, that's what out. happened two years ago, like, when there were that series of accents, like, Joseph and then Hinches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Where oh. it was just, that was, the, the wind was catching the car and just mm-hmm. taking them. Yeah, Joseph's was actually a really good example of that. Yeah. Um. So, Yeah. The wind. The wind is scary. Uh, Connor and Hinch had some shenanigans at turn two. Did. did you see the picture of James Hinchcliffe with that drunk fan? <laughs> yeah. Just, like, laid down next to him and took a picture with him? That was amazing. <laughs> I love these people. <laughs> I love them so much. They were, like, writing on each other's shirts and stuff. I just, I love, I love IndyCar. We're at Long Beach in a couple weeks. I'm so hype. That should be a good race. I can't wait. I- I feel like that should be a good race for people who are trying to get into the series. Like, St. Yeah. Pete is St. Pete, but Long yeah. Beach is kind of a classic, so mm-hmm. should be good. Should be good. It's weird that, like, I keep thinking it's going to be Phoenix, and it's not. And, like, I it know. keeps throwing me off. Yeah, because Phoenix was... Phoenix was the second race last them, yeah. year. Yeah. Like, we watched it at Long Beach for Formula E, mm-hmm. and then they had Long Beach for IndyCar, like, two weekends later. I wonder if they, because Long Beach IndyCar this year is the weekend that Formula E was last year. It's the first weekend in April. Yeah. So, yeah. or no, it's, I guess it's the second weekend, yeah. but still it's, it, I feel like it got moved back a week. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's a little strange, but yep. Um, Connor Daly is going to be on American Ninja Warrior. Yes, he is. <laughs> Apparently they like notified him like, you know, Friday Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, you're going to, you're going to be on American Ninja Warrior. You need to be in. San Antonio this weekend so that you can try the thing. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited to see this shit show that's going to result <laughs> because he's, he's not going to get through. He's not going to get through. No, no. Like watching him attempt to train like on his Instagram story was <laughs> it was miserable. <laughs> that poor child. Um, so yeah, while, while your son is doing American Ninja Warrior stuff, my son is betraying me in every <laughs> possible way known to man. Um, if you follow me on Twitter, you know that, that, like, my rage boner for the Blackhawks is, like, the biggest thing in the entire universe. So, of Your course, rage boner is so strong that I hate them by proxy. Right, I don't exactly. even follow hockey. <laughs> I just, I, I, I watched this team win the Stanley Cup on my home ice, and I will never forget how fucking miserable that made me. And also their fans are trash. Uh, but, like... Of all the NHL teams for Alexander Rossi to go do a promotional thing with, it had to be fucking Chicago. I am so angry. <laughs> I saw I saw the tweet and I was like, oh no. <laughs> Sarah's gonna be so sad. And the thing is, too, I rolled in like 12 hours after that tweet yeah, happened, too, and I just know. like... I wanted to like tag you in it, but I like you were doing stuff and I didn't want you to have a bad day. <laughs> oh, thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> Looking out for me, thank you. Uh, yeah. Oh God, and just like, hmm, mm, mm-hmm. Nope, 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 nope. Let's just, let's just like bleach that from the memory. Yeah. It just never happened. The only, the only funny aspect of it was just that like he so very clearly has never held a hockey stick in his life. <laughs> it was so awkward. Um, like, what? There was a little video on his Instagram story of him like trying to practice, and I was just like, oh, honey. <laughs> that's not great but yeah um we need to get some i need to get the races happening again so i can like cleanse this rage from my brain 
Not great. <clears throat> um. All right, Elizabeth, tell us about being supercars because that uh, happened this weekend. Yes. So I watched it. It was good. Yeah, you did. Oh my god, it was great. Your live tweets were fantastic. <laughs> so I'm I'm still learning. So I was watching this with a group and like all of us just yelling at it. But it, um, so this weekend it's was four non-championship sprint races that were support races for the um, Australian Grand Prix. So there are no points for the championship, but they accumulated points throughout the weekend in order to have, like, a winner of the event. Oh, cool. So, like, you basically just get bragging rights. Um, just a little fun thing. Before the weekend, like, started, um, the Brad Jones Racing Holden Commodore of Nick Percat was released to have a rainbow livery, which was it awesome. Was so cool. It was, it was beautiful. And then, like... They released this whole statement, like the so that the intention was like to promote equality among like genders and sexual orientation orientations and race, which is awesome to see that kind of inclusivity in motorsport, especially because they were running these cars and that livery at like a Formula One event. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was that was really nice. Although in race one, it didn't work out well for him. So Scott McLaughlin got his first win for the. Dick Johnson racing Team Penske. Uh, <laughs> Penske. Like, that's my team now, too. And I, I can't. I root for Penske and everything but IndyCar. <laughs> but, um, yeah, the pole sitter was Fabian Coulthard, who lost the lead to Shane Van Ginsbergen after running off at turn three. But that only lasted two laps. And then Scott McLaughlin just kind of slotted himself into first. And Fabian Coulthard came in second. Um, and Rod Nash Racing's Chaz Mostert. Crossed the line for third under a yellow flag, which was brought out by a brake failure for Percat when he just kind of like. That crash was scary. Yeah. Like, that was not. Yeah. That was not cute. Didn't stop going. And he hit Lee Holdworth at turn one, three laps after before the finish. Both drivers are entirely unhurt, but they weren't unable to participate for the rest of the weekend because their cars were absolutely fucking destroyed. Um, And Simona finished 13th after moving up nine places, which was awesome. Like, Mm -hmm. she's slowly getting the hang of this. Which is nice to see. And her team always has such, like, nice positive comments to say about her. Like, they're so proud of her. And I can't tell if it's just Australia. And they're just so hyped about everything. But it, it's fine. Um, race 2, Fabian Coulthard got his redemption. He was, like, so dominant all weekend. He started from pole, led this from start to finish. And Scott McLaughlin in second, like, could not even get close enough to pose a challenge. And then Michael Caruso moved from fifth to third in one move in turn one and finished the podium in a race that got cut short by another accident because there were lots of them um, between the Holdens of Van Ginsbergen and James Moffat. Um, James Van Ginsbergen moved from seventh to fourth at the beginning of the race only to get like tagged a little bit in the back by Chaz Mostert and collected Moffat in the process. So after his glory in race one, Mostert finished 19th <laughs> and collected a drive through penalty. Yeah, fucked up. <laughs> um, Simona retired from this one. She had a stuck throttle and then tagged the wall. Which she, like, described it afterward as being, like, one of the most terrifying things she's ever experienced because she thought it was, like, a brake issue, but it wasn't. Like, you, she just kept going and, like, faster. Ooh, so, yeah, it was good to see that, like, Everyone, she came out unhurt and, like, yeah, she yeah. came out Jesus. with a car that was still able to compete for the rest of the weekend. Um, and then race three was another dominant race for Coulthard and Penske. They got the team's third win of the weekend, leading from start to finish yet again, and crossed the line. Point eight seconds ahead of yeah, I know dominant <laughs> as fuck. Um, point eight seconds ahead of Jamie Wincup in the Red Bull Holden Racing Team's Commodore get wrecked Red Bull. Um, <laughs> McLaughlin was in third, 
And there was a ton of action in this race in the middle of the pack with a battle between Tim Slade, Cameron Waters, Dale Wood, Jason Bright, and Tim Blanchard for 14th. High five, hype. That Slade eventually won. And then there was a first lap incident between Bright and Scott Pye that saw Bright spin and Pye head into the pits with damage, but the race actually ended under green flag conditions as opposed to every other race this weekend. <laughs> and Simona finished in 18th place after moving up six spots from where she started. And then there was some post-race drama where Shane Van Ginsbergen got two post-race penalties, one for not being a car length behind the car immediately in front of him at the turn 16 apex, and another for contact with Todd Kelly, which basically they just said was careless driving, and he got a 50-second time penalty. So he crossed the line in 10th and then ended up 21st. Oh Wait, so the, <laughs> the turn 16 apex thing, is yeah. that uh, during Yellow Flag? I'm not entirely sure what that is. Like... I think it might just be to preserve the cars because they do get very close to each other. Like it, when you're watching it, they're like literally like nose to butt. So yeah. I think it's just to like if it's such a strong apex, like I think they just want to they want make sure that they're not going to be like bumping into each other too bad. That makes sense. Yeah, and that then at the, the I know I know I felt so bad, but also I don't anymore because he drives for Red Bull, and now now I'm solely on Team Penske. <laughs> I, I've made my allegiances. It only took like a race. Um, and then the last race of the weekend, Chaz Mostert finished first, which is his first win since August 2015 and the first race he won since the qualifying crash he had at Bathurst 1000 that left him struggling in the first part of 2016 to just kind of get back into the swing of things. So it was good to see, like, you know, he actually yeah. is doing well again. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was 9.7 seconds ahead of Van Ginsburg and Tim Slade, which was, like, pretty dang good. So, pole sitter Jamie Wincup had been firmly in second place, got a tire failure three laps from the end, which meant the overall winner of the weekend was Fabian Coulthard, um, which is really unsurprising given the fact that he won two races. Yeah, that's... Um, but, you know, apparently it was a, it was enough of a, a situation where it was like, he might not get it. Um, and then there were more lap one turn one nonsense where the biggest losers were James Moffat, who was spun, and Cameron Waters, who had to pit with damage after running through the collect through the grass and then lighting on fire. <laughs> Just <laughs> casual, casual no big lighting deal. on fire. It's fine. No big deal. And uh, Scott McLaughlin had contact with the rear of Garth Tanner's car that was so significant he launched into the air. Oh, boy. <laughs> Fucking supercars is supercars. so good. It's so good. I'm so glad I made this. this Wait, week. so when's the next race? Uh, I think it's the ninth. Okay. Yeah. God, so there's China, so, IndyCar... Yeah, and the supercars that weekend? I think so. Lord it's, have mercy. I am never going to sleep again. It's race car season. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm feeling that so hard this weekend. I did not. I slept like four hours this whole weekend. It's wonderful. <laughs> yep. Yep. Um, so, obviously, our NASCAR specialist is not here this weekend. We'll be back with more of that next week. But, uh, yeah. What should we do? Let's just do the uh, the Ask the Grid Girls questions. We got some we got some good ones. Um, okay. Alex, our good buddy Alex, asks, uh, why do bad things happen to good small Canadian lads named Lance Stroll? <laughs> Tabernacle! <laughs> because I didn't swear enough in French. Uh, I don't know. You know, honestly, again, like we said before, I'm just really hoping that in China he proves himself. My small son. My newly adopted son. My, new, new, my newly adopted Canadian son that I'm just going to rip on constantly because I hate Canada. <laughs> it's fine. It is acceptable. 
yeah, I don't know. I want him to do well. That's all. <laughs> uh, Matt Carnero asks, firstly, I'd like to welcome Liz to the Vettel camp. She's not a real fan, but I'm glad <laughs> to have her on board. <laughs> Secondly, how much do you think these one-stop races could hurt F1 in the long run? It's going to make them more boring. But yeah. yeah. Because yeah. last season, the biggest like thing that shook the races up was the fact that they were pitting more often. And like yeah. the race strategy was coming on tire strategy. Mm-hmm. So, which still isn't great, but yeah. you know, at least but at least there was some shuffling yeah. of the deck happening. Exactly, if it's only going to be one stop, and you're only going to do that once. And... Well, I mean, that's that's the only reason St. Pete was exciting in IndyCar was because the two stop strategy with fueling yeah. and that one safety car like fucked everything up. Yeah, um, one stop strategies in F1 are not going to help anything. No. no, like they've already made it so that it's almost impossible to overtake and then they're just like well let's take out the one other thing that could spice up these races and (laughs) you know just just make it one-stop races but the cars look good though oh yeah fucking mean (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah so the (laughs) hashtag aesthetic uh the other the other thing about this race also was that it was like 20 minutes shorter than last year yeah which also is not great no. Um, yeah, it ended in, I think it was like an hour and 24 minutes versus an hour and 40 last year. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, and, uh, that doesn't stop, that doesn't know. stop NBC from cutting to commercial every two seconds, I saw which is also about fucking garbage. <laughs> um, I don't know if it was because I was using the app, but I feel like there were twice as many commercials in this broadcast A lot as of people year. were saying the same thing. I yeah. couldn't watch it on TV because I, I did not pay my cable bill. So, <laughs> uh, but like, a, a lot of people were saying that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you just watch the uh, Sky Sports coverage? Um, I watch NBC on a different person's server on the internet. Oh. Well, yeah, no, that's what I was doing too. I was casting from the NBC app. Oh, okay. And... I, had, I had Sky Sports on just to watch. Oh, okay. Yeah, I... Usually we'll switch to, I know a couple people were tweeting about this too, um, here we get Unimas too, yeah. which is like the Spanish language coverage, which is fucking hilarious because like every, you know how excitable Spanish people get when they call soccer goals? It's yeah. like that, but for every little thing that happens ever in F1, like a pit stop is under three seconds. Oh, oh my God, the strategy, like blah, 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 blah. It's so funny. It's so good. It's, it's, so it's good. amazing. And they also like, NBC does this thing where they actually tape delay the podium so that they can do analysis after the race which no one cares about i just want to see the podium yeah Yeah. but unimass shows the podium live so whatever it's all good but yeah the the broadcast was a bit of a struggle the one-stop races are not going to be good i don't know i'm just whatever (laughs) whatever f1 um and for lara what is the best memory you have from working in vln oh okay that is actually a good question i think the best memory we ever had was the last race of the last season which was the first race we ever went on podium because we came in second yes yeah, we did it we did That's it awesome. yes oh my gosh we, we actually had the chance to be first 
but due to some miscommunication, we came in second. Let's just put it this way. <laughs> but it was still, still it was yeah. oh god, especially for us because we are like a no budget team. We are in for shits and giggles. We have no chance against anyone basically. And the fact that we came in second, we were like screeching. My uncle parked the car in Park Fermi, and we just the whole team came in screaming from the top of our <laughs> lungs. The people were like, they must have won overall winner of like the 200 cars but no we were just of the shit group we were second of the shit group but we celebrated it like it was insanity and I told you how our uh, sponsor is the brothel team and uh, the brothel the brothel does not give us money but it gives us copious amounts of condoms and so my, <laughs> oh, that's good. So my uncle he like went to the podium ceremony thing like which is in this big room for all the groups and classes to win prizes in and he put like in every trophy he put these Pasha condoms <laughs> and it was so fucking funny like everyone got Go condoms own. just like here take it we promote safety at the ring safety first <laughs> safety first <laughs> That's amazing. But I think that's my favorite memory. Yeah, we were all so stoked. We were just crying. It was so nice. Like, we worked so hard. And we have been through so much shit. And the race before that was when the GT3 took us out. So my uncle and his co-driver, they rebuilt the car from scratch in two weeks. Like, that car was held together by duct tape. We raced duct tape to the podium. Duct tape for the win. So that was even more pleasing. So it was really great, yeah. Oh, that's super cool. That's a really good way to end the season, too. Yeah, we went with in good hopes. And so the first race was shit. So we're already down (laughs) town again. (laughs) Oh, no. Um, All right. Chris Cook asks. Oh, here we go. uh, If Alonzo is a professional sadness man, is Julian Palmer a professional madness man? (laughs) Give it, Chris. (laughs) You want to take this one? You can take this one. The answer is hell yes. <laughs> and I'm going to use that all season now. Professional Madness Man, PMM for short. <laughs> I'm also going to take this moment to uh, promote the Cooking Carnero podcast, of which I am a guest. I think by the time this podcast comes out, theirs will be, have been released. So yeah, go to Cook Productions 1 on YouTube. It will be there. I get to talk to two of the most delightful human beings on the face of this earth for like an hour and a half about everything but race cars and we went from the beginning where we were laughing ourselves to tears and then to the end where we were like actually literally crying so oh gosh go find the out whole range, the full of, range emotions. of emotions we did oh we got God. the whole thing <laughs> that's awesome yeah i i've listened to the first two episodes and i can attest that the show is awesome they're uh, so good they, they talked about much. race cars for like a minute the first show and then it was just like okay are we done now yeah, yeah. we're done and then they moved yeah. on to like other stuff and it was yeah. it was just it was wonderful so good. mm-hmm <clears throat> so yeah, shout out to those guys. Uh, Charles Regimbal asks, does Lance Stroll have the potential to make Canada proud this season? I mean, I don't want Canada to have nice things, honestly. So that's not really, I don't know. I hope, I hope not. <laughs> but also maybe he might. It might happen. I mean, he's already on the grid, so I think he's yeah. already making Canada proud. You're already cause... making Canada more proud than America is right now in terms yeah. of F1. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. That's one step up. No, I think he'll be alright. Mm-hmm. He'll do okay. Even though he wasn't even the best rookie yesterday. 
No. That's fine. No. It's all right. <laughs> uh, okay, Zoe asks, oh my god, this is a good one. Why didn't Max Verstappen get driver of the race? <laughs> Who did get driver of the race? Sebastian. Greatest driver ever, Sebastian Vettel. Yes! <laughs> because he's the greatest driver ever, that's why. There you go. He's not Max Verstappen. Uh, and then her follow-up question is, is the Mercedes showing signs of only being good up front I think it always has, to be honest. Yeah. We just haven't yeah, really been I able mean, to see it. You're right. Like, they've struggled following in recent years. I mean, yeah. every time Lewis was behind Nico, he would complain about stuff. Yeah, like, you but get him in the usually dirty always air and they Lewis can't do it. Well. Yeah. 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 Well, I think Nico struggles. got used to it, unfortunately. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. Oh, cruel. I mean, it sucks, but it's true. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, I think that's definitely, I think it's going to bite them a little more this year. So, mm-hmm. yeah. we'll see. I the feel Ferrari, like, like the with Ferrari the Ferrari soon, moving up, I think yeah. it's going to be. And the Ferrari certainly seems to look good in clean air. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah it should be, should be interesting. Um, Jess asks, uh, are Hamilton and Vettel going to do well now that Elizabeth is cheering for who the fates want her to cheer for? <laughs> the answer is yes, they're going to win, they're going to battle for this championship head to head all season. And it's going to come down to Abu Dhabi. Oh, no. I'm calling it now. (laughs) Can you imagine, though? (laughs) Oh, my God. I'm very excited. I'm very excited to see how this goes. (laughs) Watch them, like, DNF every race now that you're cheering for them and, like, someone completely random wins the championship. (laughs) It'll be Kimmy. Oh, God. Which I know Liz will love. You know, (laughs) I'm just going to embrace all of Ferrari. All of her, right? <laughs> and, and also Valtteri half of Red win. Bull. Oh my god. Valtteri. Uh, That's okay. fine. I, I don't like Valtteri. Okay, good. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> wow, rude. Uh, okay, last question. Uh, for Lara. Um, from Marcus Shoot. in a Box. How normal does a four-hour race feel compared to the 24-hour when you're involved in not just watching? Oh gosh, it's so chill. Like, I mean... <laughs> The 24-hour race are an actual nightmare. The worst period is, like, from 1 in the morning to 5. It's just death. And then it's okay. But the 4-hour race is so chill. Like, a lap, for us, a lap is about 10 minutes. And so it actually doesn't feel that long in total. So it's totally okay. For me, it's not a problem at all. Even though I am the one who has to do all the shit work all the time <laughs> in our team. Like, I carry this shit show on my shoulders and I've got very weak upper body strength. <laughs> Let's just say that. <laughs> yeah, but it's it's totally easy going. Like, the Formula One race it doesn't feel like anything to me. It was so quickly over. I mean, now that I know that's even 20 minutes less than the previous year, it's like mm-hmm. nothing. But yeah, compared to the 24-hour race, I mean, watching it, it's, it actually even feels so much longer because it, while you're working, you don't even notice time passing because there are so many things on your mind. You don't even pay attention to that. You just look at your laps and your times and your fuel and your whatever there is, your tires and shit. So there is no time to think about that. Really, so it's a lot easier. Um, how do you stay awake for the whole twenty-four hours, or do you? Do you have to like share duties Caffeine. with anyone? Yeah. Uh, yes. Of- yes. Uh, well, it uh, the thing is, you mostly stay awake for like forty-eight hours 
because the previous you you get ready it's not the race itself yeah. like you need to get set, set up the car and everything and later on you need to uh, pack up everything so you're at least 48 hours awake if not more like 36 or something it's insanity and afterwards you just fall into a coma for like two days you're asleep you're dead you're like, no honestly, longer alive i'm thinking about going to the 24 hours at circuit of the americas and i'm just like i don't know if i can even make it that long and meanwhile y'all are over here staying up for multiple days at a time trying to put this team together like props to you fam that's amazing so yeah, that's about all we've got for today. Uh, we'll be back next week with our post-Formula E and previewing all the millions of races that are coming up the week after. Um, but yeah, Lara, where can, can people find you on the internet somewhere? Or your race so, team? So, okay, yes, you? please check us out on Instagram where we have got speedbeat slash motorsports and also uh, my Instagram account where I always post about our latest issues and drama, <laughs> which is just my name, Lara Hanhart, in one word. So it would be really nice. Also on Facebook, Speedbeat Motorsports, give us a like. Yeah. I would really appreciate it. Yeah, like, we'll pop some links yeah. up on uh, on our pages for sure. So we'll we'll try to keep track of this series this year. It's gonna be hella fun. Yeah, oh my gosh, do so! Yes, look watch. out for the brothel car. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, we're we're great. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. Thanks again for listening, and we'll catch you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.